What's up, everyone? Welcome to Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is... God damn it! Old habits die hard. Welcome to Husband Husband and and Wife wife Talk. talk. Period. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Now I feel like dumb. Sound speed? Sound speed? Camera speeds? No cameras. Action. Ready? I'm the director here. (laughs) Sound speed? Sound speeds? Action. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Husband and Wife Talk. My name is Corey. (laughs) My name is Alex. And today, we are talking to each other. Oh, imagine that. Because why? Because we like each other. And it's important. And yeah, And I love you. I love you. We got a lot going on. Let's dive in. What are we doing today? Um, do you want to start with Wednesday Wisdom, or can I start complaining right away? Oh, let's... I love when you complain. Okay. It's my... It's probably my favorite thing. No, that's not true. No, when you're complaining about something about your life, I like listening to it. When oh. you're complaining about me, of course. <laughs> I don't like that. Of course. Selective here. No, I do like listening to your problems. Um, I'll go first with Wednesday Wisdom. Okay. When you're in a situation where it would be beneficial for you to <clears throat> take the lead... And commandeer something that is unorganized or maybe not up to your standards in terms of how you would do things. Don't be afraid to say, I would like to take this over and take this off of your hands. I don't do that because I'm afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. And this week in particular, it would have really been beneficial for me to be like, hey, you have a lot going on. Yeah. Let me take this off of your hands. And I'll handle everything. But yeah. instead of doing that, I deferred and leaned on someone who was like, I got all this handled and it was a disaster. Mm. Um, and so lesson learned. Yeah. Take command, be in charge, trust your trust yourself and lean into, I know how to do this better than you. It's not a diss. It's not a bad yeah. thing. It's just like, I have, I'm really good at this. Let <clears throat> me do this. And it would have, Saved me a lot of time and stress and uh, struggle. Had you not asked to do that sooner? Like it would have yeah. saved you, yeah. I think the, the the reason I don't is because I don't want to overstep. Yeah. Which I think maybe people in the professional world might feel with their yeah. bosses or people that they're work. I don't have any bosses. I work with people. But yeah. it was just something I was like, I don't want to take this over because it might feel pushy. But after today, I'm like, you need me to do this for you. Yeah. And it would behoove you to do that. It would behoove you. Yes. 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 You. What's your yes. Wednesday wisdom? Um, my Wednesday wisdom. Um, so we got some news last night that we'll share about at a later time. And no, I'm not pregnant because I'm sure that's what everyone is thinking. <laughs> um, I know that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, but I. I started to, my brain started to spiral Mm. into all these like, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. And then I quickly halted the brakes and realized that is for future Alex to figure Mm. out and worry about. I heard you talking to a friend about that when you got home. Yes. I love that. And I need to just stay in the moment and that's for future Alex to, to worry about. 
Because sometimes we we can get caught up in the like, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? Like, how can I, you know, thinking ahead and you, you mm. I love planning. Everyone who listens knows that. But sometimes there's only so much you can control and there's only so much information you can find out like in the exact moment. So sometimes mm. you just have to wait and be patient and just not stress about the what ifs. I... I'm going to go out on a limb here. We're both really good at worrying about the what ifs. Yeah. 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 So after that exercise, do you feel calmer about everything that's going down? Yeah. And what's funny is I was talking to my mom about it and then she started talking about the what ifs and I said, well, as I mentioned before, (laughs) per my last email, (laughs) that's for future Alex. (laughs) So... Around the same topic, which we're going to talk about, I don't mean to leave people hanging. We're just, we're just, we just need a little bit of time to talk about this. I had some clarity around that same thing today where I was like, you know what? So many people with way less more means, way less more education and understanding of the problems and what's going on have thrived and made things like really cool. Yeah. So I just kind of had some inner peace about it. I'm just like, you know what? Whatever we decide is going to be great. Yeah. It's on me and you to make it like super sick. And I have no doubt that we're going to do that. You think people are reading between the lines? Good fucking luck. I'd love to hear the comments. <laughs> what do you think we're talking about? Did you, do you know, know that? that? <laughs> do you know why babies are cute? So why? you don't kill them. Huh? Did you Did know, you know that? that? That's Tom, Tom Segura. Segura. <laughs> Oh man, this week has been, this week has been crazy for me. And it's Tuesday. Yeah. (laughs) I think, oh man, can I just rant for a second and just kind of like lay some shit out? Sure. Um, Last week was like really hard for me, like just feeling super stressed out about a lot of different things. I had mentioned uh, I had had some depression and a lot of people reached out and were like very supportive, which I was not ready for i didn't yeah i don't um i have a hard time asking for help so for the people that reached out thank you very much yeah um like a much. but i've found that life is constantly in transition Mm -hmm. and the the whole idea of like where you should be where you should be at what you're supposed to be doing all of this stuff like doesn't fucking matter like you are where you are yeah and you need to do what you need to do. And I've found a little bit of inner peace knowing that um, everything is within my control and everything is also out of my control. Yes. Which sounds like a paradoxical thing to say, but um, yeah, I, I, this week has been a nice, like um, come to Jesus moment in terms of just like, okay, everything's going to be fine. Yep. I don't need to worry about it. Yep. I'm approaching middle age. So I'm constantly like thinking about, okay, hold on. I'm on, I'm on the backside of 35. And so sometimes when I start to spiral and unwind, I'm like, is this a midlife crisis? Like, what am I, what am I doing? Well, if you think about most people live to their 80, 90. Yeah. Then I'm approaching. Think- middle life i mean i feel like that's kind of 
I'm not trying to be in the gun a little bit, but right. I know I'm not trying saying. to be yeah. negative. I just no, I have I'm... found myself saying, yeah. you know, when my dad was 40, he had a heart attack. I'm 37. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine myself having a heart attack. I always forget that. Like you just said that right now. And I was like, what? Yeah. My like, dad oh, had yeah, a yeah, heart yeah. attack. Yeah. A myocardial infarction. Infarction? Infarction. Infarction? Infarction. <laughs> Sorry, and that I, was it, inappropriate. No, I'm it's sorry. all good. But his <clears throat> father before him, massive heart attack at 40. Father before him, massive heart attack at 40. It's like a thing. Yeah, what and you gonna so, do about it? I have the most peaceful, zen, wonderful wife. I have no stress. My oh, life is fine. My life is perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Great. Now we just gotta get your exercise up and your diet up, which kind of leads us to the next thing. Well, can I, dude? My diet is not bad. No, I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's I not. I, I, it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. I mean, com- compared to you, yes. But no. My diet is not terrible. Correct. As I as I just grab a, a Budweiser <laughs> King of Beers. Yeah. No, you're cool. Your Lay diet, into me. Your, your diet's not it's that. The bad. addict you're in right. me. It's the addict you're in right. me. You're right. Your diet is not that bad. It's not. Go yeah, ahead. It could be worse. Um. Well, speaking of getting your exercise up, we did something super fun this weekend. Dude. If you did not see our Instagram. Every time I think about it, I want to start crying. Oh, okay. Backstory. Don't interrupt me. Okay. I'm not. So Corey's birthday was December and he said that he wanted to go climbing for his birthday. And I was like, yeah, duh, let's do it. And it was one of those things that it just didn't happen. And then it just kept I had a wonderful birthday. Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah. I had a wonderful okay. birthday. Just. Caveat. It just kept not happening, and we would say, let's do climbing this weekend, and then it just wouldn't happen, and um, finally, um, we decided, okay, let's do it. It's happening. We're going to go climbing, and you, tur- you turned to me multiple times as we were climbing and said, I am so happy right now. You just... I think your words, I feel like a pig in shit or a pig in mud. What is it? Yeah. What, I think I expression? said a couple, I was like, I feel yeah. like a pig in shit. I feel like an eight year old boy at, yeah. a, at his birthday party with all of his friends. I feel, yeah. I just was so over, it was overwhelming. Yeah. Shout out to Metro Rock in Bushwick. It was, that space is beautiful. Oh. It's humongous. I've never seen a space that big in Brooklyn. And beautiful. Yeah. And beautiful. And filled I, with beautiful I felt, people. I felt very safe, like COVIDness. You know, we had to keep our masks on, and they had like almost lanes and said like try and stay in your lane when you're waiting, and I and also like just respect general six feet apartness. Mm-hmm. And I never felt like people were on top of me. I never felt on top of any other people. And it was crowded. <clears throat> and it was pretty pa- pretty full. I mean, it, I I wouldn't say it was crowded, but I would say it was full yeah um but full enough that we didn't again like i didn't feel like i was on top of people and um yeah so much fun and it's gonna be more in our routine and i'm sorry that it took us so long to no get no apologies <clears throat> i i think that first of all i was so happy to go with you i because there were a couple of days between my birthday and this weekend that I was like, I just, I just need to go. Like something was just like, I just need to do this thing and have some kind of emotional feeling and, and physical release because I just, I just have been feeling like I've needed a shift in something where maybe gamifying fitness might be the way to yes. go. 
you know yeah. i'm i am everything about me is fun based if it's not fun i don't want to do it yeah um and walking into metro rock the staff was incredible. They were so yeah. friendly, like not overly friendly. We we just talked about this, but like yeah. not overly friendly. It wasn't annoying. Like, hi, welcome to Metro Rock. No, they were like, hi, what's your name? Cool. Have you filled out a waiver? Cool. All right, great. Uh, what size shoe are you? Here's how much you need to pay. Do you need a harness? Oh yeah, we, we don't know all that we don't stuff. Know that. I'm just letting people just filling them in. This was very <laughs> emotional for me. And as we got out there, I was having all these emotions, and I like I was nervous, Is that and I was too like, loud? I just want to. No, it's all good. Uh, it's ASMR for bubble lovers. <laughs> and climbing that first wall just brought me... It brought me back to the first time I went to... I can't remember the name of the place in Modesto. But there was this really amazing climber, older gentleman, who spent time with um, Royal Robins up in Yosemite, climbing these really hard routes like way before Alex Honnold like way yeah you know, he, he built this gym in Modesto it was beautiful and he, my dad used to drop it my brother and I off there for hours like <laughs> six seven hours on a Saturday and we would just climb until we were dead <laughs> and so I think it just kind of brought me back to like spending time with my brother and like yeah. the safety of like belaying someone and hey everything's gonna be okay yeah. and I was just like overcome with emotion also there was a group of young children there who had learning disabilities or handicaps that were climbing yeah. on the wall with coaches and people was, and mentors. Yeah. It was just such a beautiful <clears throat> Bushwick summer day. Like people yeah. are vaccinated. Oh God. It was, it was amazing. And yeah. then we went to Queen of Falafel, which I love. Oh, so and young. I just grabbed you by the shoulders and I was like, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. I was just Aww. like, this is so wonderful. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's okay. <clears throat> um I don't like I don't know why. It was such a beautiful day. Oh, honey. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it was such a beautiful day and like nostalgic something probably. Like, uh <clears throat> Something that felt stuck. Yeah. Movement helps. And I'm sure as... I'm, I'm just trying to finish your Yeah, sentence. yeah, yeah. Came undone. <clears throat> yeah. It was really powerful. I will be there regularly. And I think that... And I think that part of it was, like, everyone there... While we didn't talk to a lot of people, everyone was, like, friendly and courteous. And I think... Where our generation, you know, we're not religious, I would say mostly agnostic, we still need community. Yeah. And that's what CrossFit was before, and it was great. And I think that what I'm seeking now is like a community of people that are into the same thing, who share a common bond of like, let's start from the bottom and climb to the top. And I never felt judged. So Metro Rock Brooklyn... Um, this is not a sponsored podcast, but it was like a very beautiful moment for me personally. Yeah. So. And we're def- we're gonna make it a regular. Yes. So if anybody wants to come, who lives in Brooklyn, wants to come climbing with us, you yeah. just let us know. Yeah, I would love to interview some of the route setters uh, there. Oh. And some of the people that work there. Yeah. Um, only because I'm fascinated by uh, 
how they choose some of the holds and stuff like that. Yeah. I cannot believe I got emotional. That was so weird. I think it's just been like a weird week, but yeah. Thank you for letting me be vulnerable. Uh, Uh, It was a, it was a huge shift. I was so happy. Oh, good. Yeah. How did you feel climbing those rocks? You were savage. Like you did such a good job. It was so fun. I mean, I, so, um, I never went to like summer camp or anything. I feel like that's more of an East Coast thing than a West Coast thing. Totally. But what I did do was the YMCA would put on summer camps where each week it was like a different, you could choose different camps. So I remember it, like I have so many vivid memories of walking up to like my mom would drop me off and you would walk up to your specific tent and then you would like go out for your adventure. So like there was rock climbing camp that was a week long that I did often. And then there was like a kayaking camp because it's San Diego. So there's like so many outside activities. And then there's also things in like arts and crafts camp or like, um, magic camp i think Swimming, i did a magic camp. All yeah there's like stuff, all yeah. kinds of things you could do Shout out to and the it YMCA. was it was so much fun because as a kid uh, like it was like a cat they had a catalog essentially that you got to like pick which camps you oh, would do oh dang it was so much fun <laughs> when you got the catalog did you like freak out like um did i don't remember mom... i don't remember freaking out but i remember my mom like sitting me down and being like okay like what which like oh, what camps do you awesome. want to do like i gotta sign you up and yeah. obviously some were more popular than the other but you would typically always just rotate, but I did rock climbing oft. I remember doing rock climbing often. Um, also, oh my gosh, wow, so many memories are flooding back to me. Send it. Because at that time, like I, I mean, you're there all day, and so your your parents have to pack you lunch. And this was back in the day when young Alex didn't eat anything but like <laughs> ten foods. Yeah. And I had all the lunchables. Like I just had lunchables. And oh, dude, that's him. currency. That's currency <laughs> at the YMCA. <laughs> Because there's people from, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you were yeah. the richest kid on campus. <sighs> I got ham. I got turkey. <laughs> well, I got Oreos. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, my choices were really limited. But um, so anyway, that was my very, very long way of saying I did rock climbing a lot as a kid. And I had a lot of found, found, fond memories. And then I we've been together. I've been as an, an adult probably like four times, five times maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is super fun. It's like this, I love a good challenge. And I obviously I love physical activity and it's both together. And it's, it, it's um, yeah, it's, it's really fun. And I, it's as soon, so we chose to just do bouldering, which is out without the ropes. Climbing maybe eight to 10 feet and then dropping down. Yeah. Well, climbing down. Sure. Yeah. Um, not not like you're just going to jump jump down. Yeah. Yeah, But I mean, you would climb anyway. Um, but as soon we decided like, let's just start slow. And then if we decide we want to get a harness, we can rent a harness. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we got through like the second, you were Boulder like, give me the wall. Harness. I was like, give me the harness. I want to go all the way to the top. Like, this is not enough for me. Um, but it, it was really, really fun. And we went with, um, our friends and, um, yeah, it was really fun. It was really cool. Okay. Oh, so, I, can I brag for a second? Yeah, absolutely. I did not think I could do it because it was towards the end and I thought my shoulders would have just been fried, but they had this, like, it almost looked like a pegboard, but the holes were, um, Based on finger what's, length. What's this shape? Cylinder? Uh, oval. Oval? Oval. oval. M- more, yeah, okay, like a flatter oval. Sorry, are you talking about the... <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's a... 
Good. Go ahead. Nope. I no. no I gotta no. stop mansplaining. I because I was gonna bring up how I mansplained to you at the rock wall. But go ahead. <laughs> um. So it kind of looks like a pegboard, but there's different size ovals. So you can do the. It's for pull ups. It's finger pull ups. So you can do like a one finger pull up to whatever, whatever. And I put my. I think I just had my four fingers in. Yeah, but there's sorry, sorry. Just to just. To, I'm sorry. You're not mansplaining. You're clarifying. That's fine. So go ahead, so there's whatever. one finger, two finger, three finger, four finger, and then there's Pretty also. Pretty sure I just said no, that. No, no. But there's also different. <laughs> depths so it's first knuckle second knuckle right. third yeah. knuckle and then yeah to the, your to your top knuckles yeah so you have the ability to choose based on your finger yeah. strength that's all i was saying yeah. and okay. you went for like the two knuckle thing which is I don't super think, impressive I don't, think, I don't did i, I did you two Dude, i thought i did you, four uh no not four you had oh i didn't three. do i did you oh had, i see what you're yeah, saying yeah so i didn't do so knuckles i thought you were talking one, about fingers two. you were here yeah yeah, and I did one pull up. I, I was so I was impressed. really impressed. I didn't think I would have any shoulder strength left, but dude, I was gonna. So <clears throat> that was fun. I think I I think I might have said this, but watching you climb, I was like, this is it's such a human thing. Climbing is mm-hmm. like at the base of our genome, and watching you do it, I found myself being like put your left foot here, but I was like trying to help. And then I was like, I need to stop like you because well, anyone, is... yeah, but anyone on the wall will figure it out. Like yeah. you'll just figure it out eventually. It's just yeah. me wanting to be like, do this. So I found myself being like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> stop. It's yeah. about finding your holds. And it was really cool. To, I was so, you did, I think five or six more climbs than I did. Like you were, I feel like we did about even, but yeah, maybe. It was really cool to watch you do it. And then I did a, uh, you took a video of me mm-hmm. and then I took a video of you. And I was, as I was watching you, your technique was like way more smooth. And I was like herky jerky, like <laughs> bending arms and like muscling it. And you were like, it was cool. But I think there's something super innate and like in our DNA that like wants us to climb things. Yeah. I think it was really cool. Yeah. Fuck. It was, really it was fun. fun. I had so much fucking fun. Yeah. Can't wait to go back. Um, yeah, that was, it was just a great day. Um, it was a great I'm day. Glad you, I'm glad you had a good day and I'm glad we finally went. And oh. again, I'm sad that it took us so long no. to get there, but no. That's we my will summer. be back. Summer of climbing. Oh yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to complain. Do it. So I'm going to, I could be wrong. I don't know if I'm, I'm half complaining, half asking if I have the right to complain. And I, and I brought it up to you and you said, oh, am I an asshole? And that's yeah. like a Reddit thing. So there's a subreddit called Am I the Asshole? Where am community asshole? members will bring a question <clears throat> saying, am I the asshole for thinking this or acting this way? Okay. So. Okay. So my gym. So my gym has four different locations. And one of the locations is a very large, awkward kind of like layout. So what they decided to do was partner with another gym to share the space. So <laughs> Corey, Corey's mic just unhinged um, and sprung up to the ceiling. Um, so, Your gym partnered with another gym. Yes. So on one side of the gym is a weightlifting, powerlifting gym. And then on our side is the quote-unquote CrossFit gym. And we both have speakers. We both have, like, Sono speakers. Um, so, like, like the general, like, uh, rule. And I, I have talking to – I've talking. I've spoken to people about this. But on that side, on the other gym, the powerlifting gym, 
they're supposed to stop the music when classes are going on. It's really high seeing ceiling, so the sound bounces, and then we play this, the music. Because also, everyone, most people have their own headphones in. So, <clears throat> now that there's a pandemic and we have masks on, I am now talking over my mask. Mm. The sound travels because we're in a very tall space. If they have their sound on, it just bounces in a weird way and they're a powerlifting gym so they drop and throw their weights around and scream and so i'm also talking over that and can i also add that all of, so first of all and i'm also trying to make a good ambiance for my yeah. class and if i play my own music it's just way too much sound go ahead yeah so what i was gonna i was gonna add on to that so the gym is not at street level street level is street level then you go yeah it's in the basement 30 feet down below yeah, it's, it's above really a sub. It's ceilings. above a subway stop. All of the but, but, all of yep. the walls are hard concrete, and every just everything bounces. It's an acoustic yeah. fucking nightmare because yeah. it's a triangle room. Yeah. So everything is bouncing off of everything. Yeah. It's it's yeah. You have misophonia, and, and <laughs> I I, just I have anxiety that. going in there as well. It's I, a this is one nightmare. of those ways where, and I think we've mentioned on the on the podcast like when if when you were playing guitar more frequently in your life, if you would be playing guitar and music was going on at the same You're time, like, pick one. I'd be like, nah, pick one. And it's, it's a pet peeve of mine when we're like out to the park or the beach and people are playing music and like multiple people are like, I can't do it. It's just, it triggers my misophonia and it really frustrates me. So <clears throat> when this gym, if I'm playing music and if I'm playing music and the gym, someone starts to turn it on and if it gets too loud, I, or gets like too chaotic, I will walk over and say like, Hey, you know, it's just so much sound going on. Do you mind just waiting until after class? Like there's only two classes. It's two hours. And most, as I said, most people have their own headphones mm -hmm. and most of the people are like, oh yeah, totally understand. And then after class, I give them the thumbs up, like, go ahead, blast your music. Are you being courteous? Like, yeah. yes, <clears throat> there is this one guy that comes in, he comes in with his headphones on and then he turns music on and we've had multiple conversations. So this like, is not the first time you've talked I to him about this. I have asked him and I've explained to him. It's just so much like, please stop. Mm. And then... And by stop, I say, like, can you please just stop your music until class is over? Mm -hmm. um, and I oftentimes, if he's there, if, if anyone's playing music before, I won't play music until the Metcon to be extra respectful of, like, you take your space. Now I'm going to turn it up and we can all enjoy it. And I'll sometimes even ask, like, ask them for requests. Like, or I'll play the same style that they're playing. Um, Which is <clears throat> already going above and beyond. I, I think it's so. It's very courteous. I think yeah. so. So... One time he was there and he walked over and he asked me, he was like, hey, I know you don't really like when there's two, when like we play music, but is it okay if I like try it at a lower volume and you just let me know? And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Like we can try it. And at one point it just got too loud and it was just too chaotic. And I was like, I'm sorry. It's just too much. Like, can you stop please? And he was like, yeah, cool, fine. And then he put his headphones back on, which like I understand if you don't want to work out with your headphones on, but also... You're walking into the gym with it on. I don't know. Um, it's so fucking loud, though. People are, like, screaming and so... dropping heavy-ass weights. And I'm like... already screaming with the mask on. And, like, when I'm... When there's not... When they're not playing their music, I have my music almost all the way down until we start the strength portion of the Metcon. Also, just a clarifying <sighs> thing. 
everyone on one side is working out individually by themselves yeah. on Olympic weightlifting platforms. Yeah, which is and then the, you're coaching a group of twelve to t- yeah 10. 10, 10 to twelve people. Okay, six to ten people where yeah. you're screaming and everyone has to do Franklin don't things do that. that are all at the same time and you're trying to coordinate. Yeah. Oh my god. I, yeah. yeah. I'm angry so, thinking about it. Today. And this is not the first time it's happened, which is why I'm bringing it up. And it makes my blood fucking boil. I get so freaking angry at him. So I was there as I normally am 15 minutes, excuse me, before my class and I have the music on. So it's not like there's no sound playing. I have the music on. He comes in with his headphones on and he puts his music on the speaker. And I immediately pause my music because the class hasn't started yet. I'm like, whatever, you have your space, your time. I pause the music to let him do his thing. Again, I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to Ooh. share the space. And then... Now my blood is boiling. And oh. then class gets going, and um, it's getting to the point where I'm going to have to like take over the music. And then I thought, okay, well, if I turn it on, like he knows that he's supposed to stop the music. With Common class. courtesy would he, say. Yeah, he knows that yeah. he's, he's supposed to stop the music. So I play the music, and he doesn't turn it, turn it off. And I feel like he turns it up. Because then, like, I can really hear, or maybe my ears are just adjusting. I can, like, really hear both of the songs. And I try to turn my volume up more. And, like, I'm trying to, like, talk to myself and, like, just drown it out. But it gets to a point where I'm like, I can't just keep screaming at my class just to not, to turn With the, the music all the way up. Yeah. Um, oh. Now I'm getting self-conscious that the story is way too long. No, but, I'm into <clears> it. Keep going. So then it gets to the point where I'm like, I can't take it anymore. Like, and I, this is the, my, the part of my misophonia. Sometimes I try to like suppress it and take mm. care of it internally, but then it gets to this like snapping point and then I'm like, Wah! and then, which is the, the definition of misophonia. It's like Anger. The, the cartoon where the like whistle comes out of their ears. Um, that's how I feel. So I walk over and I start to like beeline to where I, th- <laughs> this is kind of funny. I beeline to where I think he is. And then I catch him out of the corner of my eye and I look at him and I like enough. And I like do the like stop it motion where you like, uh, what's, how do you explain this? Yeah. Motion? I'm going to cut your head off. Yeah. But yeah. But it's not cut my head I off. Know, it's, it's just like stop. cut it but out. Yeah. Yeah. Cut, yeah, it, cut out. it out. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, sorry, that's it. Um, and he paused it and I was like, and I was, as I was walking away, I was like, thank you. And then I put my music on, but, um, and then he like put, but it's, it's just like, you wouldn't go, I don't know. It's a different situation because every time I think about it of like, am I being disrespectful for not letting him play his music or, but cause I think about it of like, you wouldn't walk into Equinox and like ask them to play your music, but it's also a different situation. And then I'm like, well, you're going, you're going to the gym with your headphones on. Why can't you just keep your headphones in? And when I ask you to turn the music off, you put your own headphones in. So why can't you just keep your headphones in the whole time? You know that this is a thing every single day or every single Tuesday and Thursday when I teach. Like, why do I keep having to tell you to stop? Can I take a can I take a macro or a, <sighs> a, 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 an outside look and then we'll, we'll pinpoint it? Yeah, sure. When you see a dude rolling down the street in a hoopty blasting his music super loud what is that about they want attention yeah look at me right yeah. no i know i know you're teaching a class of you know however many people you're a female i'm not saying that that's a dynamic whatever but you're in a position of power you're leading people you're coaching you're doing this whole succinct thing that depends on people moving in in the same time and that particular section it's only individuals who could 
put headphones in, it would easily drown out the music of what's going on. To me, it seems like you're not the asshole because if you're disregarding other people's comfort for the sake of attention or whatever ego you may have about that, it's, it's not, it's not even, it's not even a competition. Like if you're a decent human being, you'll be like, Hey, what I'm doing is affecting other people in a negative way. And if it's, if it's for the betterment of the community or the group or the space, I'll take a step back and be like, Hey, I just want everyone to be happy. But it's a selfish thing for someone to be like blasting music when you're trying to accomplish something when there's already some, I mean, it, it's yeah. so, uh, well, and we're not the asshole. It's super fucking frustrating. What's it, also frustrating is that we've, it's not like he does. It's not like we've never spoken before. Like he has acknowledged yeah. to me. Yeah. I know that you don't like it when there's music, when we play our own music, when class is going on. So like he knows, yeah. but he then chooses to be like, I know that she doesn't like this and have I'm going to do it anyway. Have you called him out on that? I mean, more than what I did of like, hey, have you been like, have you been like, Hey man, I want to like, I just want to like talk to you about the fact that like, it seems like anytime I'm trying to coach a class or have loud music when I'm coaching a class that I'm here to, co- I, this is my job that you make yeah. it more difficult for me by no. trying to blast music. Yeah. I just was, I'm just curious because no, I'm a non-confrontational person. No, but what I have done is when it first came up, I walked over to him and was like, Hey, do you mind just keeping the music off while class is going on? And then I explained why of saying the sound really bounces. It's really hard to hear just mm. in general. And then when there's two sounds going on, like my athletes can't hear me. Yeah. And I'm he was tr- like, okay, that's fine. I'm trying to think about it from oh. his perspective and it's hard to play the other side in this scenario. And I don't know, like I do too. I sit there as I'm fuming and I'm thinking like what, and that's why I wanted to bring it up of like, am I the asshole? Because, you know, they, I'm wondering if in his, his mind, if he's like, well, we have the speakers here. That's what they're for. But I also don't think that they realize how much noise mm. bounces. Yeah. Um, yes. The yeah. only, the only like whataboutism other side that I would say is not everyone suffers from misophonia. No, I know. So like whatever you're feeling is valid. And I yeah. think most people would be like, this is awful. Like the noise is just too much. You have DMX and Harry Styles playing. Yes, bouncing so off of concrete walls in a basement so yeah that's, that's and i know that that's they're a, yelling over each other right like yelling at each other yeah. when they are talking to yeah. each other that's definitely a thing but i mean even but it just seems disrespectful like if one person is playing i k my the music was playing and then he heard it and he chose mm. to put music on over like that yeah. to me seems disrespectful, but I know yeah. that not everyone thinks that way. And I agree with you. I know that not everyone has misophonia, yeah. but it seems like we know that we're all sharing the space together. Like all I'm asking is for you to be respectful two hours out of the 24 hours, or I guess technically four hours, two in the morning, two in yeah. the evening, out of the 24 hours that this gym is open yeah. for you to slightly cater to the class. Someone else. Yeah. And I think, I mean, cause I can't ask yeah. all of my members to like put headphones in like that's not how it works but i'm also going to go out on a limb and say something that might sound um not politically correct but i do think that there is a large portion of 
men in America that genuinely hate women in a position of power. Uh, yeah. I, I think would. that I think that it bothers a, them yeah. to the point where it's like I cannot handle someone being a female being in a higher ranking position than me yeah. and it drives them fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I my whole life I've been surrounded by powerful women, sister, mom, you. I yeah. just I think it's cool. I but some dudes have a hard time with it. Yeah, they do. So Maybe maybe that might be a part of it. Oh, I don't know. You want to let him come up? You can come room? up. Come on, bud. Yeah. I'm so sorry that that happened. I mean, I, just, I don't like, think that you're the night asshole. I get so freaking steamy, steamed, and I, and it's my fault that I let it get to that point where I just like want to snap his fucking head off. Mm. Um, and I like march over there all mad. I mean, I was a little, I really let it get to it, <laughs> and the owner of of my gym was there doing a private session and he saw the whole thing and I'm surprised he didn't say anything to me, but yeah, it's just so, it's, a, it's, it's so a, much. It's, it's a just, weird, it's hard. It's a weird paradigm shift when I think for, for men, I won't even say of a certain age. It's sometimes it's hard for men to see yeah. a female in charge. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah. And I've seen you, I've taken many of your classes and you're very dominant and powerful and, and like strong. And maybe that rubs in the wrong way. Who knows? I've yeah. never met the guy. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, y'all can chime in and let me know if mm. I'm the asshole or not. Yeah. Let's get him on the podcast. Let's bring uh, him in. No. Let's bring him in. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Ooh, no. let's play a different game. Okay. Where is the situation where you think I might've been the asshole? Um, anytime you've been super passively aggressive to, um, your customers when you were mm. serving. There were sometimes oh, yeah. you would come home and tell me stories. I'm like, Corey, you Dude. can't talk to your customers like that. Dude, yeah. Yeah. But I can't think of any recent yeah. situation. Yeah. I, I definitely have asshole tendencies. I mean, we all do. Yeah. We all do. I just, part of me was like, I don't want to feel like I'm like... I have the right because we are sharing the space, but it is kind of a thing that you're, mm -hmm. they be respectful when our class is going on because that's like, they're a 24 hour gym. You come in, you do your own thing. We are a class gym. Like yeah. you come in, you take class and you leave. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, four hours. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think a great example that yeah. I can draw a parallel from is when I rent out a location to film something in, right? So I'm coming into a business that operates from, let's say, five to midnight. Let's call it a restaurant. Um, they're closed from eight to four. And I rent out the space from eight to four because there's nobody there. But there are still people there prepping for dinner yeah. and all this other stuff, right? So, like, I come in, I'm like, I'm paying $1,500 for eight hours in this space to film something and I need quiet. So the hard part for me is like going downstairs and being like, hey, I know that you're doing your job. But I'm trying to do my job. I'm also trying to do my job. I know that your job requires you to talk to each other. Could you, could you be quiet for the next 45 minutes? Yeah. And like most of the time people are cool, but then every now and then I'm, they're like, I'm just trying to do my job, man. And you're like, I understand. I get it. You know, yeah. I get it. I'm not trying to just keep it down Yeah. for like 40. I'm just asking for some time. I'll buy you a coffee. Yeah. You know, most, most of the times you can diffuse the situation, but that's gotta be frustrating. Yeah. Oof. yeah. Good on you. Yeah. Thanks. 
Um, can I talk about this? Yes. Can you? Can I talk about that? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, for people that are listening, uh, we've been working, we've been struggling with fertility and when I, I shouldn't say struggle, we're working on having a baby. Yeah. We're practicing. We're, we're, we're 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 not practicing. We're We're trying. trying. (laughs) Um, and we, I have come to realize that every month that goes by that you're not pregnant, it really takes a way heavier toll on you than it does on me. Mm. And I did a little bit of like reading about what are women who are trying to conceive or have had miscarriages, like we've talked about on mm-hmm. the show, what are they going through? Um, and so I did some research on like, what can I get for someone who is trying to conceive that might be struggling? And the number one search result was this book. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think, I mean, we can talk about this, but I think the night before I gave this to you, we were kind of going through a little bit of a struggle and this came in the mail, uh, the following day. Cause I had ordered it. I don't know, like a week or two before, but, um, I'm always thinking about having a, having yeah. a kid. It's like always on my mind. It's yeah. like always in the back of my mind. Um, but I found this book. It's called you are my baby. I am your mommy. And I read the first, I think on Amazon or whatever website, it had like the first couple of pages. And I read the first couple of pages and I was like, okay, this is really interesting. And then all of the reviews are like, if you know anyone mm. that is struggling with conception, please yeah. consider getting them this book. So I went to the website mm-hmm. because you're like anti-Amazon, which yeah. I love. And I've really been working on my Amazon ordering. <laughs> And I went to the website and I filled out all my information and, and I ordered it from the website and the book, you are my baby. I am your mommy came in this beautiful wrapping with a handwritten note from the author that said, thank you so much for your purchase. Yeah. And I think like you just opened it and we both started crying. I didn't even have to open it. (laughs) I just (laughs) saw the title and yeah. So the book. So I. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 hold on to it. I actually haven't brought myself to to read it because I don't think I can handle it. (laughs) Oh man! Okay, okay, I can do this. We can do this. (laughs) Do you think you could read me some? Yes, one hundred percent. I can. One hundred percent. I can. Do you want me to like just read a like a just okay. a couple of the pages so that people can get an understanding okay. of what the book's about? You are my baby. I am your mommy. By Kimberly Lekirk. I think that's how you say it. All right. This book was inspired by the very first letter I wrote to my child. At that time, I didn't know how or when I would be a mom. I just knew. To my growing family, may you always know the abundance of love that brings us together. You really haven't read this? Sweet. 
That was the only page I read. <laughs> okay. I had been look. I had been looking for you for so long. I spent so many days anticipating your arrival. Some days seemed so long without you. I wondered, were you already here in this world? Were you growing in someone's belly? Would you grow in my belly? There were so many things I didn't know, but I knew you were my baby. Would I have to travel to find you? Would you be just a car ride away? Would I be with you to hear your first cry? There were so many things I didn't know, but I knew you were my baby. Would you have my smile? Would you have my freckles or curly hair? <laughs> what color would your skin be? There were so many things I didn't know, but I knew you were my baby. Would we learn Chinese together? Spanish or maybe Russian? Would we celebrate Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or Christmas? Maybe all three. There were so many things I didn't know, but I knew you were my baby. I was curious. Would you be a silly baby? Would you cry a lot? Would you already have a favorite toy? There were so many things I didn't know about you, but I knew you were my baby. I didn't know if you would have my nose or maybe even my toes. But I did know you would have my arms to wrap around you. <laughs> my shoulder to rest your head. My hands to pick you up when you fall. My eyes to watch you grow. My lap for lullabies and fairy tales. My time to take good care of you. My energy to give you what you need and my eternal love to always keep you warm. Looking back, there were always so many things I did know. You are my baby. I am your mom. It's very sweet. Yes, it is. <laughs> What a book. Okay. Come in. I, come, come here. Oh, my God. I'll come to you. I'll come to you. I'll come to you. Oh, I'm crying. Well, Teddy, it's okay. It's okay. We're hugging right now. That's why he's barking. It's okay, Teddy. It's okay. So I had not read the book. I that had, was tough. I had, that, Thank you for doing that. That was really beautiful. And uh Kimberly, thank you for such a wonderful book. Thank you for such a wonderful book. I have had many of those thoughts before. <laughs> and it when I read the one of the reasons why I haven't I hadn't read it um was when I read the first page about, you know, I wrote a letter to my my child before I met them. I thought, oh that might be a nice activity for me to do. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I had planned to sit down, 
write a letter and read the book, but I couldn't bring myself to to do it because I just didn't really want to <clears throat> well, get into a real... Every time I thought about it, I was like, oh, I don't really want to cry right now, and I know that I'm going to. <laughs> well, I, I, so what's really funny is I noticed that after I gave you the book that was sitting on the desk and you hadn't really touched it. Well, I also left it because you had said you wanted to write something in it. And so I did, I left it out to see if you like to give if you wanted to write something in it, you yeah. know where it was. And it also was there because I like I said, I I intended to yeah. <clears throat> write a letter. It's so weird that something so small can invoke so much such a strong emotion. Yeah. Dang. Thank yeah. you for asking me to read that for you. Thank you for reading it. Yeah. I knew that I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. And thank you for thinking of me and getting that for me. It's very sweet and very kind. And now I want to get you something. <laughs> because <laughs> You don't even, have to give me anything. Well, it's a two-way street. Like, I know that... Um, I know that it has been, it's been hard for both of us. It's not, it's not just me, but, uh, well, I think society places more of the, um, like thought on the mother, which totally, well, I think it's mountains and mountains more of a struggle, but, um, I, I often find myself, you know, thinking about where you're at, where your head's at. And I, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a, a, a gift-giving type person, but every now and then I come across something, and I'm like, I think this is just too good to pass up, so. And you were correct. I have to yeah. blow my nose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for reading it. Thank you for giving it to me. That was really hard to read. That's I know, like the you hardest did thing so I've well. ever had to read. You did so well. Short, short shallow breaths is the key. <laughs> It's a very sweet book. It's a very, very sweet book. I think I will link it. Just, it. I'll, I'll link yeah. it in the show notes. I just so think it's kind of summed to up. Buy it or look at it, they can. Yeah. And I will link her website where you bought it yeah. from. That it was a very the delivery was so sweet and like she really took the time to wrap yeah. it and. Um, I I, I wanna, think it's important and I yeah. hope that uh, my hope was that maybe I know you always have a a book by your bed um, maybe if you want to read it at night. And just yeah. kind of think about that and manifest it, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not really a spiritual person, but I feel like... Well, I, I am. And every day yeah. I say... Have you noticed that? Um, okay. I have... <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. You've never mentioned it, so I didn't know if it was something you just didn't I've notice. I've seen it. I just... It's your thing, and I I just... It's your thing. I just leave it alone. Yeah. Have you read it? Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> I have taped on the inside of our mirror our bathroom mirror um a little prayer that i say every morning so after i finish getting ready before i leave the bathroom i put one hand on my heart and i say i don't say it out loud but um it's just a prayer to the universe and um it's basically just like i trust you i know you've got Mm -hmm. my back i know you support me and i you know, I leave it up to you to give me what I want and lead me on the path that mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be on. Yeah, it's beautiful. Which has definitely been helping me, and also just just keeping to keep reminding myself of what um, 
Elise said on the podcast of it's it's not a matter of if it's just a matter of matter of, of when, when. Yeah. so that's been really helpful and yeah just it's as i said in the beginning of our podcast it's you know i can't worry about the what ifs it's just that's for future alex to think about so i just yeah anyway um, well thank you for thank you for sharing um yeah sorry <laughs> no don't ever don't don't apologize uh it's it's raw and it's real and it's hard to you're gonna throw up <laughs> it's hard to talk about um it's like a hard it's like it's just a hard thing to talk about um dang anyway, we got we got real we, raw <laughs> real should we laugh at ourselves yeah. and things we've done this week yeah but before we kind of gloss over i just thank you yeah thank you thank you so much i um i no it's okay i am so grateful to fucking know you <laughs> um but also like it's this is just a this is just something that we're going through and we'll we're yeah. we'll figure it out. I mean, I I think that's sometimes when when people hear our about our relationship or know, you know, that we've been together for so long, I think there's some sometimes I come across people that, you know, it, say, you know, like, "Oh, you're so lucky to have like found your partner so young and whatnot." And like in some ways our relationship has been so blessed and I've been so lucky that it's I feel like it's like slightly pessimistic to say like you know we all go through struggles and this is just our struggle and one of the things we didn't have to struggle was dating in our 20s and and 30s and like the fact that we found each other at such a young age is like so special that you know like we can't have it all so yeah (laughs) gotta have some struggles and I don't know sometimes I think that's kind of a pessimistic thing to but also I would just say that like if you if the worst thing that's ever happened to you in, to you in your life is this one thing and the worst thing that's happened to someone else is a, a million times in magnitude worse yeah. doesn't necessarily yes one thing is worse than the other 100% yeah. but if you're only you can only understand what you've gone through yeah so struggle while it may not be the hardest of struggles or whatever it's still very real and very raw and very true for what you're going through and you shouldn't be ashamed of no i'm not no i'm I'm not ashamed and i also think like there's uh, of all the problems to have there is a very simple solution of like adoption and Mm i we're we're both really on board with that so where yes i would like to experience having one of my own i also am happy to adopt and would love to adopt. So at least there is, you know, that, that option. Yeah. We're not there yet either though. Like we'll get, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. So, and again, it just reassures of like, I know it's not a matter of if it's just a matter of when, Absolutely. and if it's not a biological, Mm -hmm. I will be a mother. (laughs) Like I know that that will, will happen. You are my baby. Exactly. I am your mommy exactly yeah um we'll get there 
Ready to laugh? Absolutely. Lay okay. it on me, lady. You're going to like this one. So, <laughs> so we've had a couple of fun ones. Yeah. Um, I was walking Teddy the, <laughs> I, was walking te- <laughs> I was walking Teddy the other day <laughs> and I noticed that a dog owner did not pick up their dog's poop, which is frustrating. Mm. But then I looked at it <laughs> and <laughs> it was like a chocolate swirl. Oh like, no. Like a poop emoji. It, it looked so much like a poop emoji oh, God. that I was like, kind of chuckled at it. I was like, oh, stupid dog owners for not picking up their poop. But that's actually kind of funny. It looks um, like poop. And as you, you may know, we live on the first floor and our windows are pretty thick, but sometimes you can hear things. Or maybe I had the window open. I No, I had the window closed. Um, and I, <laughs> I heard this, I heard this young kid walk by and he goes, mom, look at this poop. <laughs> god that's amazing <laughs> fucking and love then that i started laughing to myself because i knew exactly oh. what he was talking about oh man and just the fact that he noticed it and was thought it was so cool that he had to tell his mom dude look at this mom poop. you need to look at this oh my god boy little boys are so funny <laughs> little boys are so funny um okay thing that made me laugh the most was you were getting ready to take teddy out for a walk and i was like <laughs> sitting on the couch watching fucking cnn or whatever trying to dopamine myself with political news and um you were like struggling with the door and like i would say 90 let's call it 85 percent of the time i'm the dummy in the relationship uh-huh. <laughs> but you were trying to unlock the door unlock the door but you were locking it and so you're having trouble like opening the door which you've done like a million times no can i can i yeah go for it go for it oh no no sorry continue 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 no you were trying to like open the door but you were like i was trying to unlock it yeah you're trying to unlock it but you were you were doing it the wrong direction okay i was tell the story (laughs) so i was trying to this is my most stupid thing that i did so yeah i was trying to unlock the door and i kept turning it to the left to unlock it and I was like why is this jammed it won't turn to the left and I tried it like I think five times I was just staring at you <laughs> and then I realized the door was already unlocked yeah. the reason why it wasn't turning was there was nowhere else for, <laughs> it, to turn. for it to go <laughs> oh my god and, and I was then, like and then hey, as honey. I said <laughs> as I said like I think this door is jammed I like looked at you and then I could kind of tell by the look in your eyes and then it kind of clicked that oh it was already unlocked Dude, you figured it out. You were like, (laughs) oh, Oh, okay. That was so funny. That was really funny. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Silly me. Silly you. Yeah. Most embarrassing thing for me. Oh, man. I know I did something super embarrassing. Oh, okay. What do you have? I have something that we kind of both equally did that was Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, um, so oftentimes we will either shower together or we will like one person is in and we will get out as the other person's kind of, so we were, I I was finishing in the shower and you were already in the shower and I went to go reach for the towel and I forgot (laughs) that we were doing 
all of the towels in one load. Oh god. We were washing the that towels. That was real dumb. And there wasn't even like a hand towel. There was nothing, nothing in the bathroom. Nothing to dry except for the bath mat. And okay, first well, of all, you had your robe in there. First but of I all, went looked at it. I was like, "Oh dude, no." And then I looked back at you and then it clicked and I felt can so I, stupid. Can but I, tell I laughed you, really hard at can that. Can I tell you why that was there was like an inkling of satisfaction for me in yes, that moment? Yes, I know what you're going to say. It's because <laughs> I I would argue no less than twice a week do yeah. I say, hey, honey, would you mind going to grab my towel? Yeah, because it's downstairs I just, hanging. Or it's I, like hanging up somewhere. I not try the and then I go downstairs yeah. and I hang it downstairs and I never bring it back upstairs. And you're yeah. always so kind and you never pass judgment. But that was the one moment where I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, Alex doesn't it, have a towel. It was on oh, both God. of us. It was on both of no, us. No, it was. But like, also, I'm dumb. So it was like really on you. <laughs> 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 like, it's just so, so, so dumb. Oh, that was really. Yeah. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. Hot damn. Hot damn. I fucking love you. I love you. This was really fun. Yeah, it was. It's a good one. Yeah. Three short breaths, dude. It'll get you from tears to no fears. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teddy, you did a great job. Yeah, you did. Only a couple of barks. A couple of barks. That was really special. Yeah. Thank you for making me do that and get outside of my comfort zone. That yeah. was really hard for me, but thank oh, you. Well, thank you for doing it for me because I can't, couldn't have done it. <laughs> I'm happy to. I'll read it to you every night. Okay, great. I love you. I love you. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. Yes, this is a really you, special one. Always. If you have anything you want to hear us talk about. Um... Oh, we want to argue. Oh, yeah. We want to argue. We like arguing. So as we were climbing, I it made me think of the Alex, Alex Honnold episode. episode we, we argued about. <laughs> if you haven't seen Free Solo, watch it. If you haven't listened to that episode, I don't me remember. But I know that it's titled, Is Alex Pregnant? Um, we argued about we argued Free Solo. We argued about Free Solo. And... We're trying to come up with more topics or things that we can argue about. Unfortunately, we have a lot of similar views on things, mm. <laughs> but we also have dissimilar. Like, there's things that we don't agree on. There's I think plenty we, of things we yeah, don't agree on. Yeah, I mean, on. I think we disagree on guns in some way. I feel like that yeah. would be a that would be a good one. Yeah, but if you have a topic or something that you th- would like to hear us talk about, or maybe if it's something like you and your significant other like disagree on something Mm -hmm. that you want to hear our point of view on i don't know if that would be helpful to you but i just know that when we do argue a lot of people reach out and yeah those seem to get the most engagement listen to so you know it'll be anonymous if you dm us um yeah if you want it to be anonymous it will be just let us know or if you have a like a fun topic that you want us to argue about let yeah. us know because we're ready to put up with the boxing gloves. I'd be, I'd love to do a Thunderdome episode where we have a moderator, like a moderator, and we just oh. argue on stuff. I think it'd be fun. Okay, well maybe we'll bring your sister back for that. Oh god, I think Amy <laughs> would be a good moderator for Thunderdome. Yeah. Or Alexis would be a good one too. Yeah, either one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Only because oh, yeah. I've oh. argued with Alexis, yeah. and she's like very smart and very. And good Alexis at that is stuff. really good about seeing i should Both tell sides. i should tell alexis i'm gonna ask alexis to listen to that this episode and she'll tell me if i'm an asshole or not yeah well alexis is so good at seeing both sides yeah. and just playing like yeah. sweden or if what is you... it finland sweden finland finland but also just being Sweet. like because she'll she'll be like here's this side what do you think throw it up and you're yeah. like but 
here's the yeah. other side. So you're like, we, oh my God, I didn't think. She's brilliant. She's absolutely brilliant. We yeah. did, this is our, uh, my best friend. Um, we did an episode with her um, right around the election. And it's um, an, a Christian and an atheist walk into a bar is the title of the episode. And we yeah. talk about Christianity yeah. um, and her viewpoints. Um, so if you want to listen to that, you got to go back. But um, she's really good about seeing both sides. So yeah, yeah she's she would incredible. be a really good moderator. Yeah. And I bet she would have some really good topics. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask her. Yeah. She would have some good topics for us to, to argue about, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, she'd be great. Yeah. And she doesn't even have to moderate. She could just like drop us like 10 topics and we can just go to town on it. Yeah. <laughs> So let us know if you have any topics you want us to, to argue about or if there's anything specific you want us to chime in on your specific relationship. Or just shoot the that. shit about. We don't even have to argue, but I'm sure like our viewpoints will come yeah. become very clear. Yeah. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I'm E.T., you can phone me, girl, you know me Only wanna hear a different tone I know somewhere quiet we can